2: fantastic friday and i'm going to honor that tradition the problem is somebody handed me the wall street journal today and boy oh boy oh boy it's one thing i can't stand it's 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 liars and cheats and when we're having a debate about inflation like it doesn't exist for the real people and that we're supposed to pretend that this idiot in his diapers, knows what the hell he's doing, or that these plans and these these domestic policies have no real effect on the working man, and, and he's looking out for you. There's just only so much of this idiot I could take, only so much of the BS I could take. So the Wall Street Journal is actually a liberal paper. This isn't a paper that's known for its conservatism, even though it has the name Wall Street on it. In fact, it's a corporatist paper. It promotes the kind of... Uh, Bastardization of capitalism—that all presidents partake in—it likes the idea that the American people, most of whom, will never really big be big stockholders. I mean, unless you're a congressman, and we've got a clip about that later. It um, it promotes this idea of society underwriting the select f- hedge funds and banks and fraud that I I don't think is capital. I know it's not capitalism. It's corporatism. So this paper is culpable on many levels of, of supporting the kind of ignorance, corruption, and social engineering that diapers Biden represents and is the face of. But the idea that we can somehow have a debate. Let me ask you a question. You, you people out there are working. You're, you're smart. You're making society go around. When uh, wheat goes up 31 percent, can you imagine? Is that called inflation or is that just a little inconvenience because that's what it's going up? When sugar goes up 52 percent sugar, which is already in America been so corrupted, the sugar lobby, you were already paying twice what all other countries are paying because they've got their lobbyists on K Street that have already worked that out and they've bought and sold congressmen like chicklets. And I understand when natural gas goes up 65 percent, it's no big deal, especially when most of your politicians hold stock in natural gas companies, both foreign and domestic. Soybeans up 81%. That's all the moms up there that think of a soybean creates milk. It's got a nipple. There is no such thing as soy milk, but that's okay. We'll go along with it. It's up 81%. And as far as crude oil, Democrats don't like oil. It's dirty. They don't have an understanding that it really is the common denominator of everything you have. Right up until your trust fund check comes in the mail in Oak Park. Copper, 86%. Gasoline, 96%. But that's okay people that voted for joe biden you got the money it's okay you're going to be fine with it but here's an interesting one kind of thing i don't think people understand just how important it is and it's called corn corn is up a hundred and eight percent now you think this is a long time coming No, no no it's in the last four months four months what what else happened in the last four months we pretended we passed off this feeble convalescent dimwit As a president, that's what happened in four months. You know who knew it? All of these commodity producing industries know exactly what was going to happen. And you think corn is is just something that you put on the cob? No, it's not. It's been mandated into fuel. And you've been forced to purchase it. And car companies have sold their soul to pretend that they can run it, that they can create a, a fuel that it runs on and doesn't destroy the engine. But that's okay, because those are the same car companies, like the Ford Lightning Truck, which is mainly purchased by municipalities. So the only Lightning Trucks that'll be sold will be sold to your village, your municipality, and they'll put a bunch of pension squatters in there to drive around and pretend it's green. The most devastating one, and the one that affects each and every one of you, is lumber, believe it or not. Do you know what kind of devastation it creates when lumber goes up 278 percent? 278 percent is a massive killer of future progress in all building, all of it, all construction. And those are jobs. Now, I know they're not the Biden approved jobs, the kind where he funds it with created debt, which equals taxation in the future. And somehow it just is magic and, and it's utopia. And it's the altruism that all the Marxists who voted for this idiot, they like that idea. So you took how many carpenters will be out of work? This isn't like pipeline stuff where we could pretend it's it's green, even though it's for the green energy movement, even though we know that that's the safest way if you really cared about anything. So I'm just wondering how long is it going to take before the people who are going to pay these costs, the Democrats, before they understand what they voted for? Because what I am longing for is what the Republicans did when George Bush broke the rules of capitalism. He left office in shame, rightfully so. And he kept his big mouth shut right up until Donald Trump appeared. Because what he understood is what he did stole from the future, just like what Joe Biden's doing. This is theft. From the future. Now he doesn't have a future. Let's face it, boys and girls. If he does have a future, he's not going to know anything by August. He's slipping by the day. And they've got him hopped up on B12 Viagra and caffeine shots. That's only going to make it till August is my under and over. So there's no future by these people. And the younger politicians that you're banking on, let me tell you something, they're positioning themselves very, very well now. Hey, could you make it so turn this off so I could play the clip there, kid? Thank you.
1: New Jersey Congressman Tom Malinowski, known for scolding those looking to capitalize on the once-in-a-century pandemic, is in the spotlight now for doing just that. The Associated Press reporting that the lawmaker bought or sold as much as $1 million of stock in medical and tech companies.
2: He's a congressman. Doesn't it bother you that these congressmen are making stock plays? Now, they're either front-running the, the pharmaceutical companies like this piece of garbage or they're front-running the inflation that they created. So we've got all these committees. Got a committee on the, on the uh, weaponless coup that partook by, what, about 30, 40 people that they arrested, I think, last I read. Why don't we have a committee on this? Because the idea that some two-bit, two-bit congressman is making a million-dollar play, that's about as much as I could take. See, Nancy Pelosi, she's been stealing for half a century. She comes from big money. Her father was a longtime gangster slash politician. And she's been hiding very, very juicy real estate transaction and other investment vehicles in her husband's name for decades. So when she makes a $5 million plate, well, sure, they've been stealing for decades. But when some two-bit congressman who's been elected for eight minutes makes a million-dollar stock play on laws that they then make sure that these companies make a profit on, I think it's a problem
1: being just part of a $3.2 million stock buying and selling spree by the congressman.
2: $3.2 million in a stock buying and selling spree since Joe Biden was elected. That's a big story. Because that's what's really happening here. So when I read this to you, It's not only aggravating on one hand because I understand what it's like to worry about bills, to worry about your kids, to bear the cost of that when you don't want to let your wife know or your family know and you're stressed out. See, not every man out there is some butter-handed barista wannabe who banks on his wife bringing home the bacon. There's still some guys out there like me who want to provide for their family and their wife and kids who when this kind of increase happens understand the sleepless nights those are real Americans not the scum scum pretending to be representatives who have bastardized capitalism corrupted our system to where they are the insiders 3.2 million by some penny ante congressman how does he have time to govern is he reading the bills or is he just picking out the bullet points where he can stock front this son of a dog should go to jail right now along with every other congressman who have profited from the inflation and the massive costs they made the people of this country bear while they went to the bank. And this is a bipartisan thing. It just happens to be that this scumbag is part of the Marxist mafia, as so many of them turn out to be. That's what's the news today. Not that uh, Hamas claims victory. Yeah, okay, big deal. Big deal. So does uh, Michael Spinks. Did he walk around and say, hey, I won that fight. I don't care what you saw. This is the real news, because when they got you chasing your tail about these foreign wars, which, by the way, were giving Iran the money and Iran is supporting Hamas and the Biden administration is working tirelessly for a two state solution because they can't stand the idea that Israel exists. Because the reality is Hamas has better representations than you, the people do. Otherwise, you wouldn't have this inflation, and you certainly wouldn't have this skullduggery. $3.2 million should infuriate you. I know guys that have actually made the money, have actually have the money to do that, and they won't do it. Because what they understand is they've broken all the rules of investing, of a future economy. They understand the trajectory of this nation, and they understand that there is no certainty when you're playing a rigged game like this. The problem I have is these Penny Annie scumbag congressmen are really ringing the register as we're struggling to keep the lights on. It's disgusting to me. And I hope it is to you. 312-642-5600. Or should I have done the normal just pony show, right? We could do the Hamas. We could do the Israel. We could do. To me, what's important is what steals the future from your kids. Today's a big day, right? Some of us have kids that are at prom, graduation next week. What kind of future, what kind of America does this Marxist scum leave for them? I don't want my kids to be Soviets. And I'm going to fight tooth and nail, are you? 312 642 5600. Uh stepping in for johnny rocket and if anybody has a face for radio it's this side of the guy here biden orders Biden or federal strategy to curb climate change risk to the economy that's what this idiot did today joe biden is directing the federal government to develop strategy to curb the risk of climate change on public and private financial assets in the u.s the white house said thursday evening maybe you should um Here's, here you want to tax things, you want to, you want to save America, maybe you should have a launch an investigation, you could have Mrs. Doubtfire sit on the sidelines and look like she knows what she's doing instead of the head of insider trading that she is, and you could say, why don't we figure out how much money Congress people have made since I've been in office, we confiscate it, and we put it towards the national debt. There's an idea. See, and you think I'm against government. Not all government. See, government's supposed to enforce laws. We used to have them in this country. Now they're just used as weapons against the people who fight the state, right? By the way, the IRS has doubled their employees. I'm sure they're not going to gear that towards Republicans, no. Mike, Northside. Hi, Baloney.
0: How you doing, Sean? I got a weekend present for you. I know how much you love the Irish politicians in Chicago I can't and how much they
2: steal. You know what we call them, short-in-the-pants mafia. Go ahead. Well, there's a guy by the name of Nash. He's been in and out a Chase Bank uh
0: friend of the Dailies. He was also appointed a commissioner to CHA. Now he's part of this group of community builders that want to take the Lincoln Square parking lot. So they're gonna get TIF money, CHA money, tax credits, and the big one management fees. So I need you and all your listeners to call or go online. SaveLincolnSquare.org and mm-hmm. sign the petition. we got to save this parking lot because this one parking lot is going to cost us $100 million in tax money.
2: We're going to have to keep subsidizing these people. Yeah. So please, SaveLincolnSquare.org. All right. I'm going to go check it out. I'm going to check out all your information. I do not endorse or validate, but I do find it interesting. Thank you so much for calling. I appreciate it. And I wonder... Is that going to stop the 17 shot in five hours overnight in Chicago yesterday? 17 people shot between 11 at night and 3 in the morning. Are you out of your mind? Isn't the Democrat utopia wonderful? I mean, don't get me wrong. If you're in on this $110 million parking lot scam, I guess Chicago's great. <laughs> you got to love it. Andy in his car. Hi, Andy.
0: Yeah, Sean, I love your show. i got to tell you, man. Thank you, brother. uh, You are spot on with with damn near everything I have heard. But there's something that nobody's talking about because you're talking about the uh, grain prices. Uh, Down in the Mississippi River, they found a crack in a bridge, a road bridge that spans the uh, Mississippi River. And they're not letting any barge traffic uh, through there. And all of our commodities from up north here get down to the uh, Gulf of Mexico that way, and I and not only that, but that crack's been there for over a year. They fired a guy against it, that was supposed to find it last year, but there's something real screwy going on down there, and nobody's talking about it.
2: Yeah, because that's because supply change d- disruption on top of the inflation. So you've got supply chain issues, and you've got the base in inflation cost of prices. I mean, it is a recipe for disaster. A very dear friend of mine did really well in life. He worked his air off, and he wanted to buy a house. I don't want to embarrass him, and I'm not going to, I'm not going to do that. But it's in, unfortunately, it's in Illinois. He was telling me that in the last three weeks, the cost of he was adding an addition and all this stuff, it's doubled. He said, I'm going to pull the pen. Now, when you think about what that really costs— There's got to be 60 guys that were going to work on that, that were bidding that. He had contractors, permits ready to go. I mean, the devastation that this idiot has done to the economy cannot be stated enough. We can't really wrap our head around the gravity of just what one of these moronic policies do, let alone an onslaught like the Biden tsunami of failure. it's It's terrible.
0: It's amazing, and and it's it's only going to get worse. And I don't think anybody has
3: got a clue on what's heading their way. Well,
2: thank you, Andy. If all else fails, smoke a good cigar. You're the best, man. I appreciate that. With it, thank you, brother. Thank you. He's saying that to me because today was Friday. I was reading this news. I was disgusted. I have a headache. I come in. Misty Callahan's got a headache. I said, "Huh, it's headache Friday." But we're going to have a fantastic Friday. Come hell or high water. Greg, Tri-State.
0: Yeah. Hey, uh, Sean. I'm just letting you know. uh, You know, I got four kids. My wife stays home because that's, part, that's priority number one for us, is to take care of the kids, be there for the kids.
2: And I'm telling you, man, it's getting harder and harder to feed four miles when you got one income coming in, and uh, you're paying for that, private tuition, clothes. Anything else? It Greg, just, that's what I mean. crazy up there. And I was like, listen, I only hit two. I give you a lot of credit for. I mean, two, I thought I was a saint. You're obviously going straight to, the, to heaven with no questions asked. And it's a wonderful thing. But the reality is, it, it, this is the kind of, these are the reasons you have to fight against the incompetence and corruption that Joe Biden has always represented. This stupid son of a gun has never gotten one decision right. Not one. He's the dumbest Senate senator we've, that's ever been in the country. And the minute he got in, what he did was immediately cost hundreds of thousands of jobs. You know, they talk about the Keystone Pipeline, like it's only the 14,000 workers immediately. Those ramifications of how you take that money out of that society, what you do go on, this all adds up to what you're facing. It's like, it's like throwing a rock in a pond. It's all ripples outwards. And, that's just how and it by is. the time it hits your shore, it's a tsunami. And that's so. So this weekend, Greg, when you have your your moron relative like we all have, who's on a municipal pension like we all have or some teacher, you tell them the reality of what you've done to me has has harmed the kids you pretend to care about. That's how important this is. That's why it's very serious when you vote for people and it starts at your local level. This is somebody's congressman, this idiot that I played. Who's who's using these failures to profit his own portfolio? It is a disgrace he should be arrested. And Greg, I wish you the best of luck in the world. And if all else fails, Greg, there are states out there where your money goes a lot further. Just think about it. Well I had I had to move to Northwest Indiana just to just to try to make it stretch a little bit more. But where's Adam Kinzinger? Mr Mr. Uh, Republicans are bad and kumbaya. I mean, how about him? He's not calling people out for this kind of stuff. But we know why he's not calling people out for yeah. this kind of stuff. If he trading. really cares about Americans. He's trading his portfolio. That's why. Because I'm going to tell yeah. you something right now. If I were running against him or if there was somebody out there, and I think there is a young lady who's, who's quite bright, first thing I do is investigate his trading platform. Thank you so much, Greg, for the call. Because that's the real game. This whole damn thing is a bastardized illusion of representation. This is how the jujitsu of representation into rulers happens, because as bad as it gets for Greg, for you, for me, for Keith, for everybody, as bad as it gets for us, that's how good it gets for them, because they're in charge of the purse strings, and they're going to come to the rescue, and when they do, it's going to be devastating. I have Paul. No one's talking about this. Jerome Powell spoke today. I'm going to give you a synopsis because we don't have enough time to play the clips. It's not exciting because Jerome Powell is a quiet crook. And what he did is should frighten each and every one of you. There has been assault, an assault against any other kind of form of currency in this country. As you know, if you listen to me, I think the future is to get rid of the dollar. The dollar has been too corrupted. They've printed too many of it. It is too fake. Now I understand how dangerous that is because we're a country that's gone to war with anybody who ever spoke against the dollar that politicians have corrupted. But now what they're doing is going after cyber currency. They're going after it. by the, They're doubling the IRS. They're going to go after anybody who toyed with it. And you know what else they're doing simultaneously? They're launching their own. So they want you to think it's not an attack to flush out your dollars when it really is. Because the last thing this government needs is you accumulating them. They're going to want to know where each and every dollar you own is. And they're coming to tax it. Believe me when I tell you. That's why the same thing this goes on. The other article is Biden. He wants a 15% mandatory tax across the board for everybody. So there goes all the people who thought they were going to make out on this. Because even that government cheese he gave you, that's taxable income. I can't wait till you get that bill. Welcome to the club of paying taxes. The only difference is I earn it. You stole it. 312 642 5600. Socialism is expensive, and you're all about to learn there's a difference when Democrats run things. All they know how to do is how to survive. You will not thrive. That's one damn thing for sure. Unless, of course, you're in on the scam. Then you're going to be fine. But this applies to multinational companies. The Biden administration is proposing a global minimum tax. By the way, what that means is companies that have headquarters and distribution centers all around the world they pay taxes in those countries. What Joe Biden is proposing is that they pay those taxes to those countries. And on top of that, 15% to the United States of America. The Biden administration is proposing a global minimum tax of at least 15% as it looks to level the playing field and stop what Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen has called a race to the bottom, you know, where, where countries and, and states try to make it so their people pay less taxes. That's called a race to the bottom. And I wonder in all this. Where did Joe Biden from Delaware, the state that exists on tax shelters, where does his S-Corp fall in this? You know, the one where he skipped paying half a million, but that's all right. It's just Joe Biden, half a million. He deserves it. After all, he walks around with the doll hair sewn to his head, the diaper on, and he's waiting for rice pudding. The initial proposal comes as officials with the Treasury Office of Tax Policy prepared a meeting with officials from 24 nations over the last two days. In part of an organization for economic cooperation and development international tax negotiations. That is how you say Gestapo in today's work. Treasury Department officials said the administration was heartened by the reception of its proposal. Treasury Department said the 15% is just the starting point, and they will push for that rate to be higher. Now you say, "Why why does he care about this? See, because the reality is they don't ever pay taxes. That's an increase to you on whatever those products are. Just like inflation, that's an increase to you and all the commodities you need. See, to me, this is important stuff because this is why Dave works to to feed his four kids and I work to to feed my two. And I understand when you're dealing with a party that really could give a rip and wants to argue, their biggest argument is how long you you can wait till you kill the kid. They're not really interested in the kids as they put them in these, these mills of Marxist incompetence we call CPS. So... Don't let that uh, nonsense of this altruistic utopia they build, you know, the kind where 17 people get shot in five hours. Don't let that uh, persuade you to ever, ever vote for these Marxist scum. David in Lansing.
0: Uh, hey, Sean. Um, this is a question I've been trying to uh, get to you for a few weeks, but um, keep forgetting. But you're in big finance. You were in
3: Not um, more. You
0: still are, like real estate right right um my question is as conservatives let's say like 40 to 60 year olds how do we prevent financially do you have any like tips how to prevent prevent the uh neo-Marxist bomb that's about well, to, to me to me you know, th- i
2: was a big fan and you know and i don't know if you you know when, when i would fill in for amy in the morning i remember we had a discussion when bitcoin was like three thousand, and i got an argument with dan and i've actually got an argument with uh to a certain point uh, not an argument but a disagreement with shalady and i like I, I always liked bitcoin and cyber currencies because i've identified the problem in currencies around the world as the united states of america the united states of america is the culprit of currency manipulation and fraud in the world we 're the ones that guaranteed the world in the Bent- Brenton Woods Agreement after World War II that we would not ever print up our currency mindlessly, and our currency would always be attached at that time it was gold, but it will always be attached to something that other countries can fungigate their currency with, which means they can turn it in and trade it in and get it in get get an agreement, a commodity we all agree is, is, is a currency right. Okay. So we broke uh, that rule in 1971 by what I think is one of the top five worst presidents in the history of this country, Richard Nixon okay. So, we'll Are see. there
3: any other asset classes? Are there
0: any other real estate? Real
2: yet? estate, but that's only in good states. See, if you buy real estate... Isn't that
0: a bubble now? No. Isn't that a bubble in many states
2: now? No. And I'll tell you why. In many states it is. But in, in most states, like the one I live in, Florida, it's not. And I'll tell you why. Bubbles are created with credit in Illinois 85% of all real estate 85 is bought with credit that's a bubble because it fluctuates on the cost of that debt service 85% of real estate in southwest Florida so from like let's say bonita springs to marco island is bought with cash so debt service doesn't ever affect the holding status of that real estate but the other thing to remember about real estate there are some other good states, Tennessee, Carolina, whatever. When you're buying real estate, you are le- legitimately buying a piece of that state. So if that state is in financial hardship, you are going to lose your money. End of story. Your taxes are going to go up and your value is going to come down. And you could lie to yourself and pretend money is, does not have a time stamp on it, but it does. It's called the velocity of money. When you inflationally okay. adjust money, you, what has historically kept up is real estate in very good run states. So it's very important okay, is there, to know is
0: there something Okay, uh, I hear you. Uh, is there something we should definitely avoid, like lumber? Should we not invest in like, the, a lumber mill or something?
2: Well, I don't know I'm about a lumber that. mill, but the other thing to do in, in okay. inflationary times is to actually invest in the commodities that are, ra- are rallying to a certain extent to your comfort level, whatever you're comfortable with investing, because there's always risk in investing, right? So the, the main thing is historically you follow what, what historically has buffered, uh, uh, inflation, but remember this: I would be really a proponent of Bitcoin, but it is under attack by the American government and, ironically, governments around the world because they don't like the anonymity in it. So they want to they want I've to been, they want to corrupt yeah. that. So to me, I I've would say bu- yeah. I'd, I'd still buy Bitcoin. I like it. I just am out of money. Thanks, David. I appreciate the call oh, very okay. much. Sorry, do we get too technical? I hope not. Pete, Park Ridge. Hi, Pete.
1: Yeah, it's Pete from Park Ridge. On, uh, I you know I get a kick out of all these liberal democrats about the environment,
3: and you know electric vehicles is the answer to everything, but it takes uh, a carbon footprint uh, three years to, before they really start saving money with these EVs, and then they're subsidized. Then they cost like ten, fifteen grand more for a car, and oh, by the way, you still got to charge it from the power company, and that burns fossil fuel anyway.
2: <laughs> yeah, the magic it's holes. like yeah. insanity. Well, here's the thing. If if it was a cure-all, if, if electric vehicles actually did what they say it did, I would actually be for it. I'm for diesel. I think every car in this country should be diesel. But then again, I'm also for eliminating the 50% syntax on diesel. diesel the price of diesel, 50% of that is just taxes, so you don't buy it. So it doesn't draw a demand for diesel engines. So th- th- where, 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 where do corrupt- the batteries
3: go after? You know, there's no recycling program for these lithium no. batteries. Well, where, where, where do they go in, in a groundwater? So not we'll to mention, it's only in poison water.
2: And don't ever forget, they're held in plastic. Where's plastic come from? Oil. Exactly. So it doesn't work. If it worked, I would be involved in it. I would think it was a good thing. Like like Bitcoin. Bitcoin works. Doesn't have any help for the government. It is an alternative to the U.S. dollar, which is constantly daily being produced and lied about by what we call a federal reserve that nobody can explain. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Victor in Midway with a very good point. Hi, Victor.
3: Hey, Sean. How you doing? Good. How are you, buddy? Uh, I'm enjoying the show. I just want to call in and give a heads up. Uh, we got a little bigger problems coming down the, down the road. Than, I don't know how many like, bigger ones tax and all that. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I have a family member. They're in the know, and they just told me that um, in about six to twelve months, since the COVID lockdowns worked so well on everybody, mm-hmm. uh, they're going to start introducing climate lockdown, and that'll lead into like kind of what you're saying now with the electric vehicles and all that. Well, but what they'll do first—it won't matter because the economy will be wrecked,
2: and that, <laughs> and that's the that's the other point. Victor, what? The, and by the way, your name is the name I always use when Starbucks says, can I have your name or, or any of those other drive thrus I always say Victor because I don't want to give my name. Thank you so much, Victor. I appreciate that. What they'll do first is what they always do, and that's affect the poor people, the people who can afford it the least. And the way that they're going to do that is control your movement, is that there will be a cost that you cannot afford in your movement. For instance, when gas goes up 96%, that should be a lot. If you're barely getting by and you go to fill up your tank and when, a year ago, when the Trump administration was in office and it cost you $22 or $24 to fill up your tank and now it cost you $38 or $39. That's what it cost me. And if you don't have a lot of money, that's probably a lot of money, right? So there's many ways to take away the mobility of the citizen. And you mark my words, little Pete Buttigieg, who is qualified for absolutely nothing, they will pass cap and trade. Your gas costs will go up based on the mileage you use. You will be taxed for mileage. He let that slip that was more than just showing his ankle. That's the future schematics of how to control your movement. 312 642 I'll be back, and I promise we'll get to the Jerome Powell stuff after that. All right, I've made, a, uh, made an executive decision. And it's really because I have a lot of respect for the young Misty Callahan. And she was telling me that while well, cutting Jerome Powell... It was exhausting. She almost fell asleep. Let's just give you a little snippet.
0: Today, we are in the midst of a technological revolution.
2: there's There's the voice of the guy in charge of all of the American money, and he goes on to say that they're going to create their own little challenge to Bitcoin, and they're guaranteeing you that they don't want to replace cash, which pretty much is them saying they're going to replace cash, because one thing I've always asked the question about, and this will stop a lot of your family arguments, where does the profit the Federal Reserve makes go? Where does it go? And when interest rates go up to minute to minute, so does the payments on the national debt. You know, the one that we pretend doesn't exist, that's they say is 30 trillion, but unfunded liabilities bring it to 270 trillion, which is more money that is, exists in the world, which is why I'm rooting for the aliens. And uh, I think if they come down with some of their magic alien money, it'll all be great and we will somehow survive.
3: Ladies and gentlemen, uh We've just lost the picture, but uh, what we've seen speaks for itself. The Corvair spacecraft has apparently been taken over, conquered, if you will, by a master race of giant space ants. It's difficult to tell from this vantage point whether they will consume the captive Earthmen or merely enslave them. One thing is for certain, there is no stopping them. The ants will soon be here. And I, for one, welcome our new insect overlords.
2: Me too. I'm waiting for the overlords to have the kind of currency to bail us out of this pickle that both Republicans, but mainly Democrats, have gotten us into. Although I will say, George W. Bush didn't help anything. But there are some good Republicans out there. And there's about, I don't know, I think we're up to six. And one of the ones I like is is Jim Jordan. I like him. And I like him because he's asking questions that matter. He's asking questions that the moment that broke the back of the American system and the American spirit and enslaved the Americans, much like the alien ants will do, was COVID. COVID, the one that uh, came here and uh, I had to listen to a bunch of morons tell me how righteous it was that I locked myself up for the betterment of others as opposed to my own property, my own life and the right to it that was infringed upon by the butter-handed 350-pound Democrat who was worried about themselves and, and then took away my freedom. So Jim Jordan has questions about where this started, and so do I. And it's why, quietly over the last couple of weeks, I've been calling it the Fauci flu. You know why? In my neighborhood, when you pay for something, you own it. And Fauci paid for this son of a gun.
3: As is uh, Mr. Jordan for five
2: uh, thank minutes. You,
1: Mr. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. I'll have I'm will talking about round that he paid Kramer, to, round for round the money to go to Wuhan. If you don't question. believe it, I don't give a Why time. don't Democrats on this committee want to know how the virus started? 17 months, 150 want million know, cases worldwide, 600,000 Americans lost their lives. Where did this thing start? Did it jump from an animal to humans or, or was it a leak from a lab, a lab in Wuhan, China? American people probably like to know, after all... They've had their liberties assaulted for the past year. No, that doesn't matter. The World Health Organization did a study and issued a report. The same World Health Organization that Republicans on this committee asked to come in front of this committee three separate times and the Democrats denied us our request. Their report said this, quote, it was extremely unlikely that the lab leak was the cause. Just one problem with that finding. Nobody believes them. President Biden's director of national intelligence, Admiral Haynes, said this. That's not our assessment. Secretary of State Blinken said, we've got real concerns about the methodology and process that went into the WHO report. Secretary of Health and Human Services Becerra, former colleague of ours, said, quote, we have to understand how COVID surfaced. But the select committee in Congress on COVID doesn't want to know. Why? Why don't they want to know? Josh Rogan, Washington Post column two weeks ago, he starts his uh, column off by quoting our colleague, Congressman Gallagher, understanding the cause of the pandemic and ensuring that something like it never happens again is the most important question we face. He goes on to say this. The Republicans are taking the first steps in a long overdue effort, but without backing from Democrats who are conspicuously absent from these efforts, the investigations will struggle. Very true. The select committee on the coronavirus won't look into how coronavirus started.
2: Why? Why won't they look into it?
1: I find that fascinating. I find that amazing. Nicholas Wade, former New York Times science writer, said this when looking at the two scenarios. He, quote, he says, quote, it's a stretch to get the pandemic to break out naturally outside of Wuhan and then without leaving a trace to make its first appearance in Wuhan. But he says this for the lab escape scenario. A Wuhan origin for the virus is a no-brainer. Wuhan is home to China's leading center for coronavirus research. Researchers were genetically engineering bat coronaviruses to attack human cells. They were doing so under minimal safety conditions. If the virus with an uninspected infectiousness had been generated there, its escape would be no surprise. Journalists want to know. Secretary of State wants to know. Secretary of Health and Human Services want to know. Journalists want to know. Republicans want to know. Americans want to know. Why don't Democrats in Congress want to know where this thing started. Is it because Speaker Pelosi called it a diversion last year when we were raising these questions and asking to have these witnesses brought in front of us? Or maybe it's because, maybe it's because Dr. Fauci, the all-knowing Dr. Fauci, who Mr. Rogan in his piece said has, quote, repeatedly thrown cold water on the lab leak theory. Maybe Dr. Fauci would have to answer up questions if he actually dug into how this thing started
2: and maybe he could answer why he paid for it maybe he could answer why he paid three million dollars to the lab i'd like to know
0: from the streets of melrose park to the trading floor of the merc he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned and now with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson
3: Show. This looks like on top of me, so everybody just follow me.
0: One of my favorite sites,
2: hotair.com. It's the home screen on my phone. One of my favorite reporters, Jazz Shaw, as I envision him relaxing on his Adirondack chair, looking down on all of us, saying, What the hell is going on? Jazz, thank you for joining me. Are you there?
3: And I got to tell you, it's been exhausting over here, but i will always happy to make time for you, my friend.
2: I appreciate that, Jazz. I really do, because you wrote some articles that I find um, fascinating. So let's go through them, and you could help me. The, uh, the election year, I heard constantly about the cages on the border, and I heard constantly about the virtuous illegal alien and how uh, Trump was imprisoning them. And it was really... A terrible terrible thing since since Joe Biden usurped the office and the cases have quadrupled instead of facing any repercussions from the media he just quietly rolls back the COVID protections and all other kind of things and they stifle the information about it do I have it about right
3: yeah that, that's pretty much it is uh, <laughs> Joe Biden surprisingly has actually been either keeping or reinstituting a bunch of things that Donald Trump did without having a press conference or out ever, without ever releasing an announcement about it. The other ones that look more flashy and they they make the squad happy, he goes out and holds press conferences. But he, there's a bunch of stuff going on that's very, let's just say contradictory.
2: And in fact, there was an issue where I was watching yesterday. Um, AOC was saying that they should make it easier for who they identify as criminals, even the ones that are are are, you know, You want to use it on a dating app. They put the 13 on their forehead. We're going to make it easier for them to stay here. So they're now pushing. We have Congress people in this country now pushing to make it easier for foreign gang members to once they hit our soil to have kind of that dry foot thing where they're they're here for good. Is that is that about right?
3: Well, it's not. Let's be fair. It's not specifically. You have to have a car saying you're a member of MS-13. Right. But it would apply to everybody equally, including if you are somebody that's already, already fictions and you're sitting there with MS, MS-13 tattoos. Um, well, it just wouldn't be fair to discriminate against you because of your past criminal records and your tattoos, because, you know, who knows? Maybe you've reformed your ways.
2: And when you look at the wording of what the Democrats are pushing, they are, in my in my opinion, they are luring criminals and they are luring illegal aliens to come by using verbiage of if you have kids you won't be separated if you are persecuted in your own country you can seek asylum to me it's that old neighborhood no really don't and they're waving you in with their other hand that's the way it looks to me and 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 i'm wondering is this grabbing any steam are there any mainstream media outlets that are finally witnessing this or is it just that they're walking lockstep with the administration
3: it's mostly just conservative outlets. Um, one of the biggest things we, we've already seen that there are American groups you know, that won uh, uh, Frontiers, uh, Cincinnati, whatever it's called in San Francisco, that's going down and handing out T-shirts to, uh, quote, migrants in Mexico, Biden, let us in, and things like that. But they have pushed the idea that if you have an unaccompanied unaccompanied minor, your kid, If you can get the kid to just make the run across the border and go turn themselves in, that's it. They're home free.
2: And it's obvious that they're a female. Go ahead.
3: If you have a female with a child, then you're also equally good because you're assumed to be the parent. How, How do you check that on short notice? Nobody knows, but you get across. It's really the single males that, you know, if they, Killed. some of them at least are being questioned not all of them although they may just be trafficking them nobody knows but the, yeah the kids are coming across and that that was a welcome map that was rolled out by joe biden and it, it's still out there you know and and they're still come. I, I don't know how many of your listeners are aware we set an all-time record in april last month the most illegal border crossings ever you know and you try to ask the White House about it, not that you can get anybody outside of Fox to ask them. It's like, well, you know, well, you're, we have these records. You know, isn't that a sign of a surge? No, it's a seasonal thing. No, it's not a seasonal thing, Sean. It's yeah. Not seasonal at all. This is unique.
2: And it's so aggravating to me because what it's really about is to build up your voter rolls. What it's really about is to vote, build up your virtue shields, because at the same time that this is happening, they're weakening voter identification laws so that this can be their new cornerstone, their new base, or at least shore up what they were losing as they watched not just minorities, but massive numbers of minorities flock to Trump in this last election.
3: Yeah, and even the... The voter ID laws won't matter so much because the ultimate goal and I guess that neither Joe Biden nor Chuck Schumer nor Nancy Pelosi has made any secret about it. They don't just want dreamers. They want blanket amnesty, pretend they assume are going to become Democratic voters. And so once you get across, like I said, Red Rover, Red Rover, to launch it over the line. You're in. Here, we'll find a spot for you to hang out. Townsend at our site was just writing earlier today that the governor of Tennessee, Tennessee of all places, has said, you know, please don't come dump all these people here. We don't have the resources. And they've been flying planes into Tennessee anyway and just dumping off tons of people and filling up buses, you know, and like... even, even if we wanted them, we don't know what to do with them. You know, we don't have those resources. And it, it doesn't matter. And most of this is flying under the radar. I've checked numerous times. I've not seen one article on CNN's you website know, about so this. So
2: I, I live uh, I live in Florida, and I go back and forth to Illinois. I'm in Illinois now. But, I, you know, I go back and forth a lot. And in Florida, this is, this is an issue. Because it seems to me that these flights, which is almost inconceivable, that you are literally paying for, not just the hotel rooms, not just the food and all that, you're paying to fly them, but you are strategically flying them into red districts at the same time you're working to to weaken voter r- rules and, and voter I.D. laws. This is clearly a plot, jazz. I am so sick of pretending this is just a party difference. And we just disagree a little bit on some issues. This is sabotaging the American system to enslave us to other citizens for a millennium. That, that's the only way I can identify these policies.
3: Nobody is, is going to come up and step forward publicly and agree to that because the number of people who know about it, they, they know the orders they get, for example, at uh, ICE Patrol, but they don't know where those are orders originated they didn't see the memos um if you try to do a free information act request and go hey give me some information about this policy thing it's just like all oh, that was you know there's no documents there was just meetings and things you know so you, you don't get to find out about that so i don't i don't i i hate to be i don't know that we're going to find out something that seems so blatantly obvious
2: yeah well, I hope, I hope somebody does because it's, a, it's that obvious to me. I mean, I, I make it. Otherwise, they'd be flying them all to where I am broadcasting right now, the sanctuary utopian of Democrat policies known as the ghetto of Chicago. Um, but I also have a nephew who's a policeman in the ghetto of Chicago, and I love him dearly. He's got three little kids. And I always tell him, you know, are, are you worried? He's, he's terrified. He sees what's going on, he sees that the administration is against him. And I just saw your article drop today that a Colorado cop is leaving a similar state similar circumstances, similar policies, that he identifies as communism for palm trees. Do you think that this is the normal reaction to the assault on police around the country, specifically in these mafia strongholds called Democrat states?
3: It's certainly the case in New York City. Uh, We've we've gotten way too many reports, and we have some good reporting out of there, thanks to the New York Post, not so much the New York Times. Um, And we know the numbers there. The, the numbers have plunged of the police they've left being the force. They're leaving the state. And we're way understaffed. The big thing lately is they gutted the MTA, the Metro Police, who guard the subways. And oh, that sounds a like a good direct idea. direct order from the mayor, and the crime rates in the subways are now, It's we should be reopening more businesses. Nobody will ride the subway to go to work. If they work the night shift in particular, because it's just not safe and there's no cops and they can't hire enough cops because the way the cops have been treated, why would you take that job?
2: Yeah, well, we've got the same thing here. We had 14 people shot in a five hour period in Chicago between Thursday at 11. Uh, P.M. to 3 or 4 in the morning on Friday, and we're just getting warmed up here. So, um, the fact that these. You're catching up with Baltimore at this rate. Yeah, and I was going to do a little under over thing, but I, I don't think you're a cigar guy, so I'm going to have to bet you, I don't know, what is it, a scotch or a cognac? I can't figure it out. But my cigar or <laughs> your scotch or cognac, and we'll see who the winner is. It's, it's really that sad um, as you see the destruction of what's happening here. And uh, I'm, I'm wondering. Um, when you see things like the the failures of covid after a year and four months of this Democrat incompetence and tyranny and you see that big pharma is just in on the scam and they play both sides of the aisle and you see that this this what they've been selling us. As a as a vaccine, they don't really know what it is. In fact, they're already prepping us for boosters as if it wasn't scary enough to to have millions of people put something in their arm. They have no idea what the hell it is. And there's no recourse. There's no they're held harmless from any consequences. And we've got scandal after scandal of blood clots and strokes. I've got an 80 something, 85 year old father in law who tested positive after having covid after he had the second vaccine. I was just in Florida. A dear friend of mine, her father, who I love to death, Mr. Pop, a wonderful man, passed away of COVID after the vaccine. They don't know what the hell they're doing, Jazz. And the fact that they're prepping us for a booster shot, shouldn't that make you a little cautious?
3: I I, I don't know the the fact that I just published an article about the fact we might need, some people might need a booster by September. We're mostly talking about people who were the first early adopters in January. Now, if you want to accept that all the stuff I've been saying about the vaccine is correct. Well, how often do they tell you to get a flu shot? It's like one year. So, you know, they might have some people that are showing fewer antibodies after eight months that part doesn't shock me too much. I, I am more worried about data. Are we really getting about the people who were vaccinated? How how many times has it failed? Things like that's more concerning to me. Yeah. The fact that you might need a booster. I mean, it, it's a virus. We have boosters for pretty much all the viruses, so that wasn't the part I found concerning.
2: I find I find the 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 force concerning. You know, I find I I, I like the idea that in America you can't be forced to do anything, at least the way I thought, up until the year 2020. And then you realize you could be forced to do damn near anything, which leads me to my next topic because of all of this incompetence and corruption and my loathing for the American Marxist calling himself a Democrat. I'm hoping, and I have a tremendous amount of faith in aliens and their money, and it looks like the Defense Department confirms the UFO videos. So will I be saved? Or will I be cast into my ant overlords where I'm going to be a slave, but at least they won't be Democrats? What do you think?
3: Uh, Because there's been established contact that anybody's been told of. If if these things are controlled by a non-human intelligence, we have no idea what their agenda is, but we are getting locked in to some very good information, and just before we went on the air, Harry Reid dropped another uh, op-ed at the New York Times about this, and his opinion on the situation, and we know we have a report coming up uh, from the Pentagon in June, and, you know, we're we're gonna they're gonna relay any of the information, but it's hitting every mainstream media outlet, not just fringe outlets at this point nope. that we know for a fact that the military is telling us, yeah, we've been seeing these things and we don't know what they are. Could they be aliens? Maybe. Uh, could it be black budget tech of ours? Wow. You're, you're asking us to confirm that we made a huge leap for some of what they're seeing. I them. don't believe could the, it be the Russians or the Chinese. No. Same thing. You know,
2: I've taken a lot of heat on the show. I, I, I'm going to tell you right now, I absolutely believe that it is it is aliens. I absolutely believe there are the life forms out there. I'm not arrogant enough to think that uh, that we're the only ones. In fact, what I think is that they're watching us like some sort of Jerry Springer show. And they say, we're not going down there. Look at what a mess that is. So to me, uh, I'm that I, I've always believed that and I caught a lot of heat on this show. So I'm looking at this as some sort of validation. I've been made fun of for years for um really kind of pointing to chariots of the gods when people told me, you know, you should, you should kind of have faith in certain things that we're telling you and the government's telling you. So I'm I'm rooting for this, uh, and I think the only way we're going to get out of this pickle is if they straighten it out, because obviously we're too incapable to rule over ourselves or to self-govern, as you see the collapse. Of the I, world. I think
3: that's a great idea, Sean, but I, I'm just looking back on history, and, and I agree with you. I, I think the odds are heavily that it's not ours, it's not the Russians, it's not the Chinese But if there is somebody else here doing this stuff that we have so much testimony about, so much video, all this other, you know, crap they've been launching, um, if they wanted to attack us, I think they would have attacked us by now. If they wanted to talk to us, they could have talked to us by now. I I have to wonder if maybe we're just like the slightly clever monkeys they came to take a look at, and they really don't even have an interest in helping our We don't mess with them. That's sort of my my spin on it.
2: I couldn't agree more. Could you imagine if we were the aliens, we were looking down? Just look, take this last week, let alone the last 110 days. Take a look at what we've been doing to ourselves. I would sit back and just order popcorn and watch the Jerry Springer show uh, uh, contestants destroy each other.
3: Yeah, they might be out there like drilling uranium out in Antarctica or something where we can't see them, and they're just like, just leave us alone. You guys are really messed up. Yeah. Just, you know, We're doing our thing. Just stay out of the way. Otherwise, we're going to gun you down. Yeah. And if they wanted to gun us down, they probably could.
2: Jazz, you know I love when you join me. I want you to go back to your family. Have a great weekend. Keep producing great work. I so appreciate it. Jazz Shaw. HotAir.com. Thanks again.
3: That's what I call a close count. Thanks for having me, son.
2: All right, we'll talk to you later. Bye now. Three one two six four two fifty six hundred. More faith in the aliens that we don't know and probably want to eat our face, or the Democrats that we definitely know want to turn us into slaves
0: but somewhere out there something is watching us there are alien forces acting in ways we can't perceive are we alone in the universe impossible when you consider the wonders that exist all around us voodoo priests of haiti the tibetan numerologists of appalachia the unsolved mysteries of unsolved mysteries
2: we don't have a lot of time in this segment we're along with J.S. Shaw. it's important stuff i really do believe it's important stuff And I also got a text message from a friend of mine. He said, wait a minute. Before the last hour, you you had Jim Jordan on and you said that there was payment for the Fauci flu. Well, I just want you to hear it. I can't hit it. Why can't I hit it? Can you hit a button?
1: Secretary of State wants to know. Secretary of Health and Human Services want to know. Journalists want to know. Republicans want to know. Americans want to know. Why don't Democrats in Congress want to know where this thing started? Is it because Speaker Pelosi called it a diversion last year when we were raising these questions and asking to have these witnesses brought in front of us? Or maybe it's because, maybe it's because Dr. Fauci, the all-knowing Dr. Fauci, who Mr. Rogan in his piece said has, quote, repeatedly thrown cold water on the lab leak theory. Maybe Dr. Fauci would have to answer some tough questions if we actually dug into how this thing started. Remember, Dr. Fauci gave EcoHealth, $3 million. EcoHealth then gave 600000 to the Wuhan lab. Did Dr. Fauci know about this arrangement when he okayed the grant?
2: These are simple questions that need to be answered, because this is not something I'm going to let go. You stole a year out of people's lives. 600,000 people died from the virus with the other complications the whole nine years. Fine. That's okay, that's the virus. What about all the other lives that sat on hold? What about all the other deaths that people weren't able to go see, their sister, their brother, their mother, and their father? And what about all of the ignorance, doublespeak? And what if it was started because of incompetence? And let's say I'm being kind with incompetence. What if it was started with intention? These are things we need to know. These are questions we should never give up asking. This is the, the, 2020 is the year America broke. And I don't just mean because they elected a doddering dimwit in diapers. I mean, because the American spirit is forever changed. 312 642 5600. Yes, we're still going to do the movies and the shows. And I want you to uh, grab a line. You like the song, don't you? Figures. You got the hair for it. Grab a line at 312 642 5600. And we'll do, we're going to do the movies and uh, documentaries when we get back. But I wanted to address this because this is the fastest two hours. I need another hour. There's a lot to cover. I got some articles printed up I want to go over. But I want to go over something I just saw on the Drudge Report because it's not equivocation. And it's not me saying the tit-for-tat game and this and that. It, there's an issue going on here that have, has been bothering me, in particular with this corrupt piece of garbage that we are now calling president. And that is 50 years of, of incorrect, 50 years of, of of skullduggery that is beyond comparison. And in fact, I remember years and years ago when we pretended he was the vice president. Um, what had happened was during his time as vice president, he had some Secret Service scandal. And it wasn't just that Joe Biden liked to swim nude and be surrounded by Secret Service. It was that in one of his estates, He was charging the Secret Service $66,000 a year which um, to house a a small cottage where he made the Secret Service. I thought that that was a big deal. And once again, when a Democrat is in charge, back then it was Barack Obama, who was the anointed anointed one. Um, It wasn't talked about. And it was talked about on, I remember Rush Limbaugh had talked about it, and that was it. Just like a couple of conservative radio stations talked about it. And I thought to myself, obviously there's no standards here that they're providing this service for this man, and he somehow gets to double down and charge them rent. Mr. Biden listed not as, and by the way, this is from um, the Washington Times. Biden collects rent from Secret Service. Now, this is dated 2011, but the, back then it was a story. Um, Mr. Biden listed as vice, not as vice president in federal purchasing document, but as vendor at sixty-six thousand dollars a year is collected for Secret Service renting a one-room cottage. One room, sixty-six thousand dollars. So today, when I uh, I always have a news outlet up. Now, what I like to do is have news outlets up that I don't necessarily agree with. So I put CNN on the background and I put the Drudge Report, which I think is a is a rag. I think it is a propaganda bulletin board, which is really all Drudge is. And um, it says on here, the petty billionaire. Since leaving office, Trump has charged Secret Service 40,000 to use space at Mar-a-Lago. And this is on the front page. It is the second line of the story. And what it is trying to do is invoke and stoke the, the hatred that somehow made people vote for somebody who has been doing these kind of scams for half a century. Half a century. So when Breitbart... Reported today that emails from the infamous laptop that nobody wanted to talk about show ex-FBI chief gave $100,000, $100,000 to Joe Biden's grandkids trust. Do you understand how intricate and it's really not that intricate, but the, you're but what a what a piece of, what a former FBI director, Lewis Fresh, reportedly gave $100,000 to a trust. For President Joe Biden's grandchildren seeking, in quotation marks, some very good and profitable matters with Biden, according to emails obtained by the New York Post. The emails reportedly intimate from Hunter, initiate from Hunter Biden's water damaged laptop, and apparently show the gifts were made in April 2016 before Hunter Biden received an email from Fresh that he would be delighted. To, future, to do future work with you. This is who's sitting in the office. I, I make no mistake and no exception for that Trump, every time he paid off a Democrat, is a disgusting action. Him giving Rahm Emanuel, him giving Ed Burke, him giving Cuomo, Chucky Schumer, and all the other Democrats who ruled over the mafia areas where his buildings were and he was extorted. I think it's terrible. And at, at his level of wealth and fame, he should have never buckled. He should have put up a fight. And that's, there's no question about it. But that was when he had to do business with these Loadsome mafia bosses like Joe Biden has always been. So it doesn't bother them. And they have the contempt and the arrogance that they will wallow in when I talk about the inflation, when I talk about the struggling for people to pay kids. Because here's the real skinny. Most of the dimwits who were dumb enough to vote for this piece of garbage cannot afford it. They're not going to be able to afford the lifestyle that Joe Biden is going to make them live under. So take solace in that. That as they walk around with their arrogant smirks, that they will go broke first. That's what I do. I take solace in that. And I refuse to, to, to really produce under this kind of abuse and tyranny and taxation. Because that's what the future is going to hold. You're going to limit yourself. I'm going to tell you now. You want to know how you get even? Don't produce to your maximum. Because there's no, there's no money in it for you. What these people are going to do is tax you. And they're going to tax you through various vehicles. Inflation being the main one. Because that is a tax on you. And don't forget, every time these these products go up, you think the government cares? When you buy it, the tax you pay is a percentage, which means it goes up. They could care less about inflation. They're just trying to keep you happy. So they're going to run stories about Donald Trump. They're going to run stories. Here, Here's one, and by the way, this is true, I, and I do not support it. Liz Cheney's primary challenger admits... To impregnating a fourteen-year-old girl when he was eighteen. So this is the best the Republicans can do to take out Liz Cheney is get this moron who at eighteen impregnated a fourteen-year-old girl. This is how you know they want to be in second place. You mean to tell me nobody in the RNC could do this and this broke on the on a, on a news outlet that is trying to hit, do a hit piece? Rightfully so, if that's what he did. So there's some t- there's time to be focused and there's time to pay attention and remember as we go into this depression, the Biden depression. And as we are locked up by these, by these arbitrary decisions, by the bureaucrats that never seem to suffer by it, remember who's to, who's to blame for it. And that's the people who didn't know, who were too stupid to know what Joe Biden is, was, and will be, even as he's waiting for rice pudding in diapers. 312-642-5600. I'll be back after that. Let's all go to the last. Let's
3: go to the movie. It's time for Friday Features with Sean. Now, on with the show.
2: All right. So it's a sleeper. And it's not, uh, it's not what you expect from Sam Elliott. Although I think he's great. It's called Hero. Absolutely loved it. Um, I was shocked by it. I thought it was great. I loved the movie Hero. And I also... This is going to be, I'm embarrassed to even tell you this. I'm actually embarrassed. But I have to say, every once in a while, it's fun to just detach yourself from everything that's going on and be completely entertained. And on Netflix, I'm going to embarrass, I'm going to humiliate myself. There's a Marvel show called Daredevil that is ridiculous, and I can't stop watching it. Okay? So Daredevil is my show, and uh, Hero is my... My uh, series that I like to watch, and I am also truly enjoying the new season of uh the Godfather of Harlem. I think that is killer fantastic so now we 're going to go to the lines three one, two six four, two fifty six hundred i 've got open lines I know it 's friday I know it 's nice, but what are you going to do? go to Chicago and get shot? Give me a call Kent Aurora hey um. My
3: movie and documentary are about uh, a great hero, Ernest Shackleton. And turn of the century, he made an a, a expedition to the South Pole, and it was completely waylaid. Uh, Who stars waylaid. in this? And the movie is with Kenneth Branagh. It's very good. And then there's, a, there's kind of a PBS documentary that's actually much better. And uh, I'll just tell one quick scene at the end. It's classic. It's called The Fourth Man, because there's three last men marching miles over a cold island to to get to a a fishing camp. And
2: all three of them later said they swore there was a fourth man walking with them. It's really just give you and a that's chill called the fourth you, you man. Story. All right, so now that we're talking about this, I'm going to ask you a question, Ken, because I get heckled yes. a lot. I get heckled; they make fun of me here in the studio. I get the text messages, and now I feel vindicated to a certain extent. I was one of the first kids in the neighborhood to read a book that uh, you know it's called Chariots of the Gods. I don't know if you heard of it. It's a fantastic book. Sure. And it made me question a lot of things, and I had an experience where I was a kid in Bloomingdale visiting some friends of mine, and. You know, we saw something we couldn't explain. It was a big deal. It was in the '70s. It was in the late '70s, and I, I kind of been a believer of, of uh, UFOs. I know, and see, they're making fun of me right now. I want to know what you think, Kent. <laughs> what do you think? Do you believe? Do you believe it or not? Uh,
3: I'm, I'm buying that they're uh, that we don't know what they are, and that they're not human. Yeah.
2: Don't you have I'll, questions I'll about that Area far. 51? Do you remember for forty-five what happened, what happened years? Trump, I thought Trump was going to release all this stuff. Oh, please! I thought he was going to audit the Fed too. That never happened. But do you remember oh. forty-five years? They lied about its mere existence for forty-five years, and then they had to, they had to admit to it because they were having shuttles and airplanes of workers flying every day, and uh, and cell phones. Here's the th- I mean I honestly, I think they're a bunch of f- I think they're liars. Everything they say is a lie. So the reason reality- I gotta tell you one thing I hate in a TV show is when the part of the plot is we can't let the public know about this. I know. Oh, I hate that. And there's something oh. that, there was something about Area fifty one, Project Blue Book. Oh, that's another one. Did you see it? No, I've not seen that. Oh, Kent Project, Project Blue Book.
1: All right. And that's what I call a close thank you.:
2: Thank you for the call. And you know, another good movie. You and there? I thought you believed in this. Didn't the old man work for NASA and all that? Or you just believe we're the only ones there, right? In 1960s, we launched a spaceship up with no gas and it lands. All right, fine, fair enough. I remember when Mars Attacks come out. I thought that was a great movie. Laugh, just stupid. Sometimes you need it.
3: Professor, what do we know about
0: them? We know they're extremely advanced technologically, which suggests, very rightfully so, that they're peaceful. An advanced civilization is, by definition, not barbaric, Mr. President.
2: Which means that we're not advanced, because we clearly are barbaric. Teresa the north side.
1: Hey, Sean. Um, you know, today marks the day of the last Miami Vice in 1989, so I'm going to watch the two-hour movie, uh, How It All Started, and I'm going to just celebrate that, because I loved that How many show. years has I- that been? Oh my gosh, it started, I think they had the movie, uh, the movie was in 1985, it was a two hour movie, and then they moved it into prime time. You remember when so they blew up? It's been a
2: long time. You remember when they blew up the Ferrari? I was sick to my stomach. Yes! That. Love that Ferrari. Did you yes. know that that Ferrari that is the a, hardest Ferrari, the hardest Ferrari to get? And that Ferrari is yeah. like, like it's ridiculous money for that thing. Yep. And, That's why I'm keeping my Don Johnson sport coat, because I know that look is going to come back, and I can pull it off, Teresa. Thanks for calling the show. I wish you a Democrat-free weekend. Have a good time. I'll be back Monday, 5 to (laughs) 7. Believe in shooting stars, but she believe in shoes.